What's going on, guys? This is Thomas. Uh, I'm here with Matt. What's up, everybody? Our third episode of TMD podcast. Uh, I feel like we're really picking up some steam. I think we're you know figuring things out on the fly, but we're definitely getting better as uh, time goes on. And uh, you know, here we are. Exactly, baby. Slow and steady wins the race. So just stick with us, okay? We're getting there. <laughs> we're getting there. Uh, first of all, huge birthday shout out to my big bro, Eric. Happy, Happy birthday, Eric. Happy birthday. 28. You're getting old, real old. Uh, Yo, you are. Jesus. You still are the bass master. You're still playing pro ball, which I salute you for. But uh, just keep it up. Miss you, man. Hopefully you're listening to this. I know you will be because he's listened to the first two and said that he wants to get on. So that's something Huge. we're working on. We're working on it. We're working on it. Um, yeah, I think that's one thing too, that we talked to a lot of people since these first couple episodes have come out and we've showed, you know, we've, we've sent them the link they've listened and pretty much everybody's like, when do I get on? That's yeah. Like the I mean, first question that I know everybody asking. I've talked to has just been asking to get on and I'm just asking them to rate it and sub- subscribe and rate it and review it and then repeat, repeat, so repeat, don't forget, repeat. If yeah. you're listening right now, rate, <laughs> review, subscribe, repeat. That's all. That's what we do here. That's what we do. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, we got a lot of people that are trying to get on. Uh, we have a growing list of probably over 20 names. <clears throat> so should be interesting. That's at least 20 more podcasts you guys can all look yeah. forward to. <laughs> <laughs> so you got that. That's pretty, I'd say that's a guarantee. That's what you're, if, you're, if, you're looking, if you're trying to listen to a podcast with guarantees, this is it. <laughs> this is definitely it. Yeah. Uh, uh. Anyways, so because we started uh, doing podcasts, I've definitely been listening to di- all different types of podcasts now. Just trying to pick up, you know, little things to help us on the show. And uh, well, I listened to one today, and it was different to say the <laughs> least. Uh, it's the new one that Barstool picked up. It's called "Call Her Daddy." Uh, is no words really to describe? Yeah, you you had trouble describing me. You gotta give at least like some story, some backs. Like what what it, you gotta you gotta explain this to us because I'm gonna listen to it too, but I want to know what I'm getting myself into. Okay, so if it was like a movie and you had to like give it like a rating for audiences, it's a hundred percent like an R or X rated thing. There okay, is, it's it's purely like sexual stuff it's really out there i listened to like 10 minutes and i was like okay this is enough i can't keep doing this but the two girls who do it are really funny they're but the stuff they talk about is just a little too much for me personally but um and i was trying to listen to it while i was working out and i was like okay I, this is it's, it's not working out <laughs> trying to like so lift you- weights and like they're talking about like whatever they're talking about and it just <laughs> it wasn't there <laughs> But so, who do you think like the audience is like? What is the audience intended for? Is it like guys or is it for chicks? Like, what do you think it's more like? I mean, you listen to it, but like anybody can listen to anything. Like, what do you, who do you think they're trying to get after? I mean, it's weird because they're girls, but like the the their latest episode it was more driven towards guys, and I haven't really listened to their previous one, so I don't know. But it was driven towards like guys and how they like act with girls or like perform or do like tips and tricks and stuff like that and they tell like stories and like their experiences so it's like it's kind of like girls like trying to help guys out like those that's those girls are trying to do like a little bit yeah so it's not bad it's not it's not bad 
Yeah. Um, and we can always use a little help. It's definitely you know? it's definitely a bar stool. Uh, yeah, but definitely a little. I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's that. definitely bar perfect for bar stool. So. Uh, well, I've been listening to a lot of Joe Rogan. I've been like not as much listening to his full to like two or three hour podcast just because it's so long and I don't really have that much time during the day to like you know get the whole podcast in. But I have been down the YouTube rabbit hole, as my brother Alex <laughs> like to call it. Uh, really diving deep, starting on whatever video pops up. You type in Joe Rogan, and I and his he has a YouTube that has literally all of his two to three hour podcast with like camera angles, him talking and whoever his guests are. And I think that's one of the best parts about his show is the guests that he brings in. And that's why I think we're so excited to bring in like so many of these guests and people that we know. But yeah, because we I've, know I've people kind of, one, we know, we know a lot of people, but keep yeah. going. Murph. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, like, so if you, there's also some other YouTube pages that are Joe Rogan clips or Joe Rogan best moments or whatever you want to call it. Like there's a handful of different, different uh, YouTube pages and they kind of just have like 15, 20, like 30, even 40 minute, whatever you want to like short breakdowns of like the best moments from his podcast. And he gets into some just really interesting stuff, stuff that like, I don't even like that. It's hard to talk about, if you don't have the guest that he has, which is like, it makes it so interesting. Like, I feel like you can learn a lot and it's really like a, it's a, it's more of a, like it's, he's, it's a Joe Rogan. It's called the Joe Rogan experience. And I think it really is. It's literally a learning experience every episode. So I've kind of been drawn into that. And I think it's, it's, it's definitely interesting, but it's definitely also a different type of podcast. You know what I mean? I don't know if everybody would be into something like that. It's the same thing as probably similar to the call her daddy podcast. I don't know if, I don't know if it's for everybody. <laughs> Uh, well, if it's like just call her daddy, yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, I don't know. One of my boys, uh, Kale, listens to the Joe Rogan. He told me to listen to it a while back in the summer, and I don't know. I just never got around to it. But he said it was really good. He listens to like uh, the whole thing. The yeah. whole thing, yeah. There's people that are like religious about it, though. Like it's crazy. Like they like they're listening to everything that dude says. It's crazy. Yeah. So hopefully that's what people are like with us and like. Two yeah. episodes. They just start listening to everything <laughs> like, we couple, say. A couple more episodes. So we, we lock in <laughs> we, some listeners. We blow up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyways, but, uh, not a lot of... We were talking before the, me and Murph started recording. We were like, well, did you do anything this week? And we were just like, no, nah, not really. We didn't do, really do anything. I, the only thing I really did was went to school, played video games, watched the Sox, and worked out. That was it. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I did. Like, I practiced, went to class. I guess, uh, like, yeah, like played video games, watch the Sox, watch the Celtics. That's like pretty much like what we do, like every week. Like yeah, I mean, that's, that's like why that's like the lifestyle podcast. of like a dude in college. Like there's there's yeah. not much else. Um, so why don't we just get right into it, Murph, and just start talking about the Sox because it's the yeah. hottest thing right now. It's the worst. All right, well, I think we should start with game one for sure. Kershaw uh, sucked. Just trying to put it out yeah. there. Yeah. People were talking. I was, I mean, listening to whatever ESPN, like first take, uh, part of the interruption, all those, and they were like, "Did he blow the game?" And I'm like, "Like, yeah, he kind of yeah. did." Like looking back at it, like he was really not good at all, dude. And, yeah, and he's like their ace. Granted, but, like Chris Sale didn't play like a, like pitch amazing, but like, but game one of the World Series on yeah. the road, like brutal freezing conditions for a Dodgers like player like it is it, it, like, I think a lot of that factors into how he played and like uh just the Sox 
like the, that home field advantage, especially in like the World Series, is just so you know what I mean. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Like it, it's it's tough to pitch those type of games, especially coming from LA. Like uh, like you just said, the weather conditions, dude. Like they've never played in Fenway. Like any of the any of the dudes on the team, they've never played at Fenway in this month. You know what I mean? So it's like I get it, but yeah, no, it's, it's the crazy. World Series. You know what I mean? Like you gotta. No, it's true. You can't start. It's it's hard to start off a series like that and bounce back. So no. I, I got Sox one in four sweep, but like I've had them every series. Um, but we but, were talking about that a little bit too. Is that like, do we really want them to win in four? I don't know. Eh, I don't know. I want I them to win. Kind of want them to win in Boston. Yeah, kind of. I go to school in Boston. <clears throat> I kind of want to go out when they win. That, <laughs> I kind of want to drive up that Wednesday yeah, night and I think go out. Matt is probably going to drive up. <laughs> No matter what, even if they win in LA, he's probably still gonna drive up. Or yeah, probably gonna 100%. go to the parade. So, I'm gonna be at Logan when they get off. Or is it Logan? <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's Logan. I'm gonna be at Logan when they get <laughs> off. I'm gonna be one of those dudes on the fence screaming at him. It's gonna be me. <laughs> Hopefully, it's like us. Like you know those videos from like the Celtics like documentaries. One like it's like that fan like that they do like the clean interview and he's like the Celtics are the balls. Hopefully that's like us like like that. Hopefully they get a video and like we're the ones yelling into the TV cameras. Like I, twenty years from now we can find a clip. That'd be awesome. I want to make their World Series movie. Yeah, that's that's what I want to make. Um, but yeah, game we should one, definitely dude. get this podcast somewhere on there too, though. Yeah, we should. Kind of blue. I think it's good luck since we've like started doing this. They haven't really been losing. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna win the World Series. It's so true. We're Murph. We're the reason. Yeah, I think we are. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're getting back to Game One. Well, you have written in here too. My hot take. So let's just get back to it. Last episode, I said <laughs> that <laughs> I said that Nunez should be benched, and I still. <laughs> wholeheartedly believe it that that was the right call at that time he stunk and he got hurt and i love i don't love him but i like him for coming in and hitting the home run and putting us up eight four in game one but putting devers in in the astro series was definitely the right move that take was a hundred percent right and anybody who disagrees you're wrong <laughs> no i'm actually I, I wrote that i also like had that too like i said like I'm, but i'm actually gonna like defend you a little bit like it is it's just ironic that like he comes and it's, <laughs> of like, course, like the one know, guy but like also like it's it really it really just comes down to core like making all the right moves like again like we talked about that so many times but like like that's exactly the time that like i mean that's his call he put, he put him in a pinch hit and boom like out of the park right over the monster like yeah. like that's it's not as much like him playing well it's so many so much of it involves matchups righties and lefties all that stuff and core has just been on top of uh the dodgers manager roberts for these first two games he's just got the better of him and i think the you know like there's some they, the, the Sox players have so much trust and faith in him right now that basically basically whatever movie he makes like they're they're bought in and i think that's yeah. so important uh yeah so. going off the what you just said cora out out managing roberts um first of all respects to Dave Roberts, because that dude is a Boston legend. I'll give it to him. I understand he's managing the Dodgers right now, but whatever. That steal in 4 was crazy. Uh, Very true. But, yeah, I, I agree with you that he's 
Just I think dude, he's just the best manager out there. Come on, like first season you're about to win the World Series. What like we're we're so lucky, dude. Yeah. We have like we have we, we talked about this. Dude. We have him. We have Brad Stevens. We have Bill Track. Like, we don't. I, I, we don't even know who the Bruins coach is. We but like he's that. probably a genius. But he's got to be good. He's got to be good. Like <laughs> we need to find out who that is too. Dude, I, I, I like but looked like, it up and like I don't think I can pronounce his name. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> all I know is the Bruins are like doing pretty well. We'll we'll get a little bit. I I I'll follow them a little bit later on. But right now I'm just so we're yeah. locked in on the Sox. We're locked in on the Sox. Oh, never mind. I can pronounce it. It's Bruce Cassidy. Maybe I didn't look Bruce. it up. Oh, yeah. thought it would be a lot worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else was that? What else do we have? I mean, Betty Biceps, four for four. Martinez driving in runs just like he has done all year. That's uh, another thing, too, is that I love that the Sox, I think we talked about this in our first episode, too, is that they're not like a home, like they don't re- rely on home runs. You know what I mean? Like they can no, score no, yeah, multiple sure. different ways. Like RBI, yeah, like no. all, it's not like, it's not just straight home runs, like which is the Yankees was their downfall. It was like they're either hitting home runs or they're not. Like that's the only way they're scoring. Yeah. Kind of with the Astros too. I mean, Springer was nasty. I want to put that out there too. Springer last series was that dude's a problem. If we can that get him on the good. socks somehow, <laughs> Heck, we, we could pull some strings. Yeah, I think we, we could can make that happen. <laughs> um, I don't even know what I was saying, but yeah, I just love the fact that like we can score. Any way we want, really. Like, when the situation I mean, presents itself, we we capitalize on it and we score, which is like the be- why I love watching this team. Like, it's so fun watching. I, I haven't watched. I watched them a little bit in the regular season, but watching them in the playoffs has just been like so much more fun. And in the regular season, what am I even saying? But the these playoff games have just been like so much fun to me. I don't know. No, yeah, and like that's. I think that's been the philosophy. You know, what I mean, Core is like obviously he's really into analytics, but like what it's been is like what they've talked about and I've heard the announcers talk about and him talk about a lot is like, like they're swinging the bat when there's two outs. Like, you know what I mean? And how yeah. many run, dude in this series, we have so 36 of yeah. our 68 runs have been with two outs and nine of the 12 in the world series. That is just, that's a ridiculous, that's absurd. ridiculous yeah. stat. And part of that is just, that's their philosophy. When there's two outs, like we're putting, we're trying to put all the pressure in the world we can on it. Even before that, like, it's it's it, we're so much more worried about just getting on base than you know hitting a home run. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like if you're swinging, you're, if you're swinging and you're trying to get hits, like a home run may happen, but that's not what you should be going for. Yeah. Or you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's the way we're playing. Dude, when uh, when we start off an inning, I'm almost like, yo, first two dudes just get out so we can start scoring. Yeah, it's crazy though, isn't it? <laughs> Dude, it's it's unreal. Like in in game two, like. We had in the in the fifth, like Vasquez hits a single, Mookie hits a single, they walk Benatendi, they walk Pierce, so we get a run, and then Martinez just hits a two run single, all of two, all of two outs. Yeah, like, it's ridiculous. Like that pitcher is just there. Like I can't. Like he's like I can't get one more out. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> That's like all like. That's oh so God. defeating. It's so <laughs> defeating. Then after that, you think like that was uh, he, that was right after Pierce. Like Price had his tough fourth inning, and we were down two to one. But oh, then your yeah. batters come in like that, and and then Price comes, Price comes back out, and re- and he retired his last seven batters. Like, it's just, it's it's all like their their team chemistry right now is like such a high level too. It's so fun to watch. It's Dude, awesome. like 
like that is like they have so much fun as a team too. We haven't even talked about this. Oh but, yeah, like, they are like dude, the camaraderie that those dudes have is like yeah the best thing ever. No, it's so fun to watch. It's awesome, dude. Did you hear? Did you see the story too? Um, Mookie going to serve uh, food to like homeless people after game two. No, I didn't see that. This is an dude. It, like this is as good as it gets. Like. So this guy, they said after game two, there was a bunch of – he went to like a homeless shelter in Boston, mm-hmm. full hoodie, hood up, so you couldn't see his face. He didn't want any recognition, didn't want anything to do with it. He just decided he was going to go. I think – I'm pretty sure it was with his brother who was in town or whatever, and they decided they were going to go do this. And a couple of Red Sox fans spotted him and t- tried to take pictures and were trying to take pictures, and he was like, no, 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 don't even I – don't, I don't want people to be like – he just wanted to do it for like the, out of the good of his heart. Like that is an that's an unbelievable story to me. Like that yeah. made, that's what sports are about right there. That's awesome. Like what a, that, guy. What a guy. Yeah, what seriously, a guy. what a guy. <laughs> like you just won game two. You could literally be doing anything. Like, and he's like out there just helping the community. Unreal, unreal. I love it. Big time. Yeah. Um, what else we got here? So we got we got we we had a couple. Uh, contrasting sabermetric stats which are always <laughs> classic we had uh so the last nine world series have been won by a team with less rest but the Sox actually have had more rest coming into the series but also where is this other one? Oh, the last 10 teams to win the first two games of the world series and 16 of the last 17 teams have gone on to win it all so what's your take uh, the Sox are winning this, and the first stat means absolute, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely nothing. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> I feel like so. I feel like so many of those stats mean absolutely nothing. Though. Do you know what I mean? Like, obviously, yeah. there's some patterns and stuff, but like, if you look back through like like the history of time, like I guarantee that like it evens out. You know what I mean? Or just about like, there, there's no like one thing that is like the definitive, like, in, like shit, like oh, yeah. X factor in any series. It's, yeah. uh, those things are just, that's, that's what ESPN has like become like just what else, what other, every little thing. Up? Yeah. It's so stupid. So Especially again, for like LeBron, <laughs> like, well, I'm, yeah, that's so true. They, Oh my, it's the worst dude. It's like, what, why? No one cares. That on like November like twenty ninth at like whatever time like he was like the was only player to get like seven assists. Yeah, no one cares. Like it doesn't matter. Like there's no. Oh man, dude. Also, can we sidetrack real quick? There's a stat out there the the all most all time TDs record, and Peyton Manning leads it right now with like I don't even know. No, what no, it is. no, no, no. Drew Brees. He just passed. No, no, no. no that was uh. Yards. Was it? Yeah, TDs is still manning, but <clears throat> Brady and Breeze are on track to break it. But that stat is, like, not including the playoffs, which blows my Wait, mind really? for some reason. Wait, actually? Yeah. <clears throat> Brady leads all-time QBs with, like, 276 or something like that, with including playoffs and regular season. Just regular oh, season. I'm looking Manning. it up right now. I'm saying NFL career passing touchdowns leaders. Peyton Manning in his career had 539. Tom Brady is at 440 right now. And uh, Drew Brees, 452. Doing, Favre, do including playoffs. 
Including playoffs. Yeah, it does come up right away. Let me see this. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. This is uh, career playoff leaders in, in the playoffs. It's Tom Brady has 71 and Joe Montana has 45. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean, dude. No, I understand that, but I feel like I don't know if what you were saying is true. Like, are they not counting the regular season and the playoffs together? They're two separate things. They don't. Really? So their all-time TDs are like the total. But Brady not, still wouldn't be there yet, but he would be closer. He you know he would I mean? break it. Yeah, that's what I mean. So yeah, it's he just would, yeah, that's, he would that, end up breaking it. Most I've of the I've been thinking about that, and that stat is like so controversial and stupid because it's like. It's a touchdown, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that is. In his, that, no, play, that is it's, it in is his career. Yeah, no, that and he earned like the right to play in those extra games. Like, exactly. That is, yeah, that is true. Yeah, I haven't. I, I didn't know that. That's pretty interesting. So it's just one of those other stupid stats that, like, like when people yeah. see it, they're like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, but like in reality, you're you're not including seventy of Brady's like touchdowns. So what does it really matter? Yeah, and I mean, like, they're gonna make the playoffs this year. They're gonna win the Super Bowl, and he's gonna have like. Another At least like, 10 more touchdowns. <laughs> another, like, 30. <laughs> um, so, we, all right, let's talk a little bit. We pretty much covered game one and two. So, game three is – we don't know exactly when this will, like, upload, but game three for us is about to start in, like, 30 minutes. We're trying to squeeze this podcast in before. Yeah, yep. So, when you listen to this, we're not going to know the results of game three. I mean, let's take a gander and say the Sox won. Yep. They're up 3-0. No team has ever come back in a World Series down 3-0, so pretty much we're locked to win it all. Hot take on my score prediction. Ready for this? Oh, boy. 9-2 <laughs> Socks. Okay, Boom. I like it. I don't even know, dude. I don't even know. Like, I feel like it's so, like, the first – what was the first game? It was – 8-4. 8-4 and then 4-2. Four four to to yeah. Like that's I don't I mean it could be anywhere in that I don't I feel like it's not going to be higher I don't think any team's going to I got Rick Porcello with two RBIs. I <laughs> take that Rick. is a true hot take right there. <laughs> oh man, what about all right? So let's talk a little bit uh, too about JD playing in uh, left field and Ben Attendee out of the starting lineup tonight. What are your thoughts? It's interesting because Ben Attendee's been so crucial to the yeah, team. Yeah, he was. He was. He had that leaping catch last game. He was four for four in game one. Like, I mean, I do understand that, but at the same time, dude, like we talk about their philosophy and and what JD does is just he just he just rakes in runs yeah. and like that's how you win games. You know what I mean? Yeah, so and I, th- I think too. Everybody was saying that they would put Mookie. They'd put JD where Mookie is and put Mookie at second, but I think from Cora's perspective, you have a lead in the series, and obviously you're still trying to win games. But at the same time, <clears throat> you're trying to play defensive a little bit because you're trying to protect yeah. your lead. So I can see why he wants to keep Kinsler in at second. Yeah, it's <clears throat> not like you need to make a drastic change. Like you need to like yeah. if you're down two zero, you might make that move. But right now, there's no need. You know exactly. I yeah. So I, I, I think I think playing it safe and taking out one of your offensive weapons to keep your defensive weapons in there is a smart move. But oh, I do great. love Benny Biceps, so it's hard. I think he'll, you never know, too, dude. He'll yeah, probably, he could end up pinch hitting later yeah. in the game. Who knows? Like, you, you never know. This, these games these games are crazy. Like, how, how strategic both – like, that's what I said. Like, obviously, Cora got the better of Roberts, like, 
just in those first two games. But like both of these managers are so analytical and so strategic and like knowing exactly what they're going to do. It's almost just like Cora is a half step or one full step ahead of like what Roberts is doing at this point. But you never know, like that can change in an instant. Like all he's got to do is make one move and then it's like they're playing chess, not checkers out there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm also interested to see, uh, what uh Purcell does because he's right-handed. I want to see how Roberts how they play that because yeah, do they change their lineup? I actually I don't know. That I that see that's the thing. Uh, Bellinger, because my I only know a lot about the Dodgers right now because my roommate is a Dodgers fan. He's from California, and he, we were watch started watching Game One. And he's like, "Yo, why isn't Bellinger?" In? And I was like, "Well, Sale's a left-handed pitcher, so I'm assuming that they changed their lineup because Bellinger's one of the best players." in the MLB and he wasn't starting. <laughs> so yeah. I'm I'm assuming that Bellinger is probably gonna start this game. And if they don't, I really don't know what Roberts is thinking. Maybe he's throwing it for the Sox because at heart he just loves the Boston Red Sox. But I think they are definitely gonna change their lineup in their I don't want to say they're gonna like have a great hitting game, but they're I think they're gonna have a better I could see, I could see this game being a little bit more high scoring. Yeah, I think they're I gonna definitely. A, yeah, I think Purcell is not gonna do as well because he didn't do it that great the last time he started. He started in Houston. He's out like in the third inning. I'm pretty sure. So it'd be interesting. He hasn't pitched since, so it'll be interesting to see. But I think, I think the weather just makes. <laughs> I think that's just an imp, like just changes the game too. Yeah. Like for both teams, it's easier to score runs when you're not freezing. Like yeah. you know what I mean. You can't feel your hands. <laughs> Dude, I was saying that to, like, I was watching the game with my roommate, too. And, like, do you know how bad, like, the crack of the bat has got to sting your hands when it's, like, so 30 degrees badly, out, dude? dude? Oh, my God. Dude, I'm what about, about that. What about being a catcher and catching the pitches? Dude, you're, 90, you can't even. That's got to like I wonder if he even feels his hand, though. Like, at that, a certain point, like, I'm really thinking, I like. Said. I was like, yo, he might just be, like, numb. Like, he yeah. might just not be able to feel his hand, like, at all. That's got to hurt so badly. Catching straight 90, 89, like 90 mile an hour pitches. That's got to suck. But there is something to be said about the Patriots. Like, I mean, uh, the socks like being <laughs> conditioned for like a cold weather. Like when you do that, when you do something every day over and over again, like, like it's been getting colder for them for a month. You know what I mean? Like, th- and they're practicing outside. Like this, that's what they do. Like, Mm-hmm. It, it really does make a difference. Like if you're a Dodgers player, you come out there, you're like, dude, this is terrible. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're, where's your head at? Like there's so many things that can, so many external like factors that can change like the, how you're going to play. And too, I was, uh, <clears throat> my roommate said that when they go back to La La Land, that they were, they were taking all three games that they had the advantage because they were home or whatever. And like the weather wasn't going to be a factor. But at the same time, I'm thinking it's not like the Sox that haven't played in like warm weather. Like, what's yeah, the, no, what's exactly the weather advantage I mean. there? You know what I mean? Like, they no, played. yeah, I know what you're saying. So I I completely disagree with him, but whatever. <laughs> <clears throat> I got some caught in my throat, dude. It's really bugging me. We're <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> going at the whole show. <laughs> um, all right, I think that's that's pretty much it on the Sox. Hopefully they win tonight. We'll get back to you on how the rest of this, you know, series goes. Obviously, next yeah, week's show. But we, uh, it could be World Series. The, we could be World Series seeds. champions next week. So just saying, yeah. like, might be a crazy. That, that'll that'll be like the title of our show, like yeah. the Red Sox and the World Series. Champions. Murph, we might have to record when I'm in Boston. 
Yeah, that would be fun. That'd be good. <clears throat> yeah. I, I don't think you're going to be the only one coming to stay when they win, to be massive, honest. A massive amount like people on the next podcast. That would be fun. <laughs> Just like a roundtable discussion about like how much we love the Sox. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, that would be outrageous. We, we should do um, it. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> all right, so let's get a little Celtics talk. Um, after they started the season – uh, I think where we left off, where did we leave off? Where who did they play last? The last thing we uh, talked about, I think, was the Sixers game. Yeah, that was it, right? Yeah. So the, after that, they beat the Knicks at MSG. They lost to the Magic at home. And then yeah. they beat the Thunder in OKC. Who, is that it? I'm trying to think. Do they play three, anybody else? Are they 3-2? and two? I think they are. Uh, let me look right I think, now. I think they're 3-2. and two. I looked up earlier. I could be wrong. Yeah, I think they are too, though. Let me see. Yeah, they are three and two. Yeah. Yep. But I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break down the games a little bit. I've been watching every game. Uh, when they beat the Knicks at MSG, they still like. Well, right, let's start general terms. They like they don't look good offensively. No, I agree. Like that's that's it's Kyrie. The line. Kyrie and Gordon aren't where they're at. They but Gordon has actually been solid for what, what I thought he was going to be coming off that injury. You know, he said been, that he like wasn't comfortable playing. He, like he's still not comfortable playing yet. Yeah, and I think that's that's fair. Like anybody that dude, he literally like shattered his leg. <laughs> okay, dude, I re- like, I remember uh, that. Mo- like, do you remember where you were? Yes, dude. I remember why I was so excited to watch them. I was like, they're going to be so good this year. It's going to be unreal to watch. Like, I can't wait to see the Celtics this year. And I just remember, like, the first quarter, I just, like, hear the announcer, like, oh, my God, Gordon Hayward has <laughs> broken his leg. And everyone's like, what? And then they just show it. And I'm like, oh, my God, dude. It was terrifying. It was like when Paul George, it was the same th- type of thing. It was just, oh, it was just a gruesome injury. I was on my but, way to my boy's house. <laughs> In, I was driving the car. And Kale is sitting next to me, and he's just like, yo, oh, my God. And I was like, what? He's like, Gordon Hayward is done for his career. And I was like, what are you saying? <laughs> he just showed me a picture of his leg. And I was like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> that was gross. Dude, it was pretty bad. No, it was pretty bad. Um, but, you know what? Like, I, I honestly think that, like, like, they're, like, trying to figure it out. Yeah. And it's almost like backfiring instead of like letting it just happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's like they're they're making like the one more pass, like like they're making it too many times. They're like making they're the one one the more pass, and they're kind of like their offensive flow is kind of struggling from that. And it and it's also like someone like Gordon Hayward, like he's back, but like he, sometimes he's like picking and choosing his spots at the wrong time or like you know do you know what i mean like yeah like he kind of wants to assert himself but sometimes like the way the celtics offense works is like just take what comes like take what you're gonna get yeah. and i think that they're kind of like struggling with that concept right now and I, and I don't think it's gonna last i think they're gonna get a lot better and they're gonna start moving and sharing the ball like i wouldn't say that they're gonna be like a warriors offensive team because like there's literally no like no one has that much talent on offense, but I think it'll be like it'll come it'll start like turning into the same idea where like they're gonna like have their sets they're gonna be have everything down to a T where it's gonna be like, like 
they're going to know where that one more is supposed to be or when they're supposed to shoot it. Like, I think they just need experience. That's all it really comes down to. Yeah, I mean, that's. I was talking to Kevin earlier. Uh, my brother Kevin, he lives in Denmark, or lives in Germany. Uh, shout out Kevin. And well, we were talking about the <clears throat> the length of an NBA season and like the benefits to it and like the drawbacks to it. And this is definitely like one of the benefits to like a lengthy NBA season is that you have so much time to like figure it out. And a hundred percent, I agree that like the Celtics are gonna figure it out. Maybe it could take like another twenty games, but like in reality, like that doesn't doesn't really mean much. You know what I mean? Like, they can still easily make the playoffs and get the number one seed in the East. Like, it's just, it's going to take time. And, like, I think Gordon's only going to get better. I think Kyrie is only going to get better. Kyrie's been struggling. Kyrie really hasn't been shooting the but, ball no, well. But, but also, too, I think people are overlooking that Kyrie got injured, like, exactly at the end dude. of last season. He was like, clear, like, a month like a month before yeah, the season. Yeah, so they talk about, so, like, that's what I don't remember who was somebody. I was listening to somebody talk about that. Like, it's not always about how you get injured. Or whatever. It, sometimes it's when it happens, and I yeah. think that that was like like people were overlooking that too. Like he's not like back where he where he wants to be or where he like should be for this time of the year. But and I think that's 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 to be said for like a lot of the guys. But at the same time, like they're already not far away from having it figured out. Yeah, and that, and that's what makes me like so optimistic. And like I just like they're gonna be so good. You yeah. know, like that's I mean, it's, it's and Jason like, Tatum's nasty. Yeah, so, threw one on Paul George last night. That was crazy. He hit the game-winning shot uh, to beat MSG. the Knicks at MSG, too. Dude, he's just like... He's gotten so much better over the offseason. He has ridiculous. the Bamba mentality, too, now. Yeah. It's unreal. We have Kobe so Bryant on the Boston Celtics. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it, like, they, there was an article on him in Slam Magazine, and like it basically said, like, I want to be... like Growing up, he's like... I wanted to be Kobe. Like, I literally, like, they were like, your mom was like, oh, do you want to play in the NBA? And he was like, no, like, I don't want to play in the NBA. I just want to be Kobe. That's, like, what he used to say. Like, he, like, had, that was his sole, like, vision and, like, purpose. Like, he wanted to play just like Kobe Bryant. Yeah. And, like, he worked out in the summer. And, like, you, obviously, he's still only a second-year player. But, like, just how far his game has come, even from last year, like, these first few games is incredible. Yeah. I do. What's another, one other thing. How's Jalen Brown been playing? I haven't, like watch the games but like he seems just like still be like Jalen Brown is is he getting better yeah I think definitely getting better I think he's like a player that's like progressively like going to get better like dude like throughout like each from season to season from game to game from week to week like I think he's bought in on the like the whole Brad Stevens like growth mindset or like the way we just want to be better than we were the day before I think that's true for him like there's some shots that I remember watching him take when he was a rookie that like he would take them and they would just be brutal. And he's still taking yeah. them now. And like, they're starting to go in, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he, he definitely is like in that sense, like become a much better player. He's an elite defender. Like, and that's one thing too. The Celtics just overall defensively are so good. Like, and they're already so good. Yeah. And like their offense just hasn't even clicked yet. You know what I mean? Like that's one thing that's not going to change and they're going to play hard every game. Especially when they're at home, they have that that fan base behind them. Like they're yeah, going so to be going to start blowing out teams eventually. Once the no, no, it's going to happen. It really is. I, I yeah. mean, it's not hard to see like that. That's what can happen. Yeah. Um, I think we covered the C's. Let's talk to, a little let's, bit more about. Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit more about the the rest of the NBA. Yeah. I think that's what we wanted to do. First uh, couple weeks have gone by, so now we have a little bit of a bigger sample size than just like the first game or two of the season. 
So uh, let's jump right in. Let's get a little Lakers. What are your thoughts? Have you seen them play at all? And then let's get into the Rondo CP3 brawl. Yeah. Are they still winless right now? No, they're not. But they they literally play like a pickup. Like, they play pickup basketball. Like, if you watch them play, it's like it's like, like oh, ugly but extremely entertaining at the mm. same time. Like, it's like you – like, LeBron is out there doing what he normally does, but then it's like he has – seven or eight other, like, I wouldn't call them all misfits, but, like, watching JaVale McGee and, like, Lance Stevenson play, like, is always fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like, there's never a time where, like, it's, a, it's the lake show. It's, it's legitimately it the is, lake dude. show. It is, dude. It's a lake show, dude. Yeah. It's, it's back. Like, in that sense, it is back. And they, and they are going to be good. Like, I don't think that they're going to be a top three seed in the West or anything like that, but, like, they're going to be in the playoffs, like, They'll win yeah. probably close to fifty games, and like they're gonna, like they're gonna end up being pretty good. Yeah, I'm not sold on uh, Lonzo Ball. It's, he hit a big step back. He did. Last that, night. I saw that. I was that was pretty crazy. But he, I just, I don't know. I I wasn't even sold on him like coming out of college, dude. I just don't. I never like thought he was like amazing. Yeah. I, I think he's like I, he's definitely very hyped up because of that. Everything that surrounds him, like his family. Yeah, it's because like his that. dad. Yeah, it's literally his dad. <laughs> that's like what I'm. That's like I understand. Like he's supposed to be good, and he like is good. But like I know what you're saying. Like, but I. But at the same time, like I do think he. I disagree a little bit. And like I think that he has the ability to be like a very good point guard in the NBA for like a long time. Like maybe not like an All Star, maybe like a few time All Star or whatever. But like he has that. Like he has a lot of natural ability where like he can help a team win games. Yeah, I guess we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. But what? A, get in, like, let, I know you've been dying to get over, the, get into the Rondo CP3 fight, dude. So I've just been got. dying to talk about Rondo. <laughs> Not even the fight yet. Let's just talk about Rondo. I love Rondo. Like, I do too. But like, he's on the Lakers now, dude. It's like <laughs> I hate the Lakers, and like I love Rondo. So it's like. It is true. That's like something that's overlooked. LeBron. Yeah, you're right though about that. Like, it, yeah, it, the huh? whole situation really is like really like weird. Cause like the Celtics love him, like Celtics and Cel- and he's one of those players that like Celtics fans will love forever. Yeah, cause he's just Rondo, and like he's he's the typical Boston, like he's a Boston player. You know what I mean, he's gritty, he's tough. Like he doesn't he doesn't care. He's, a, he's an asshole. Too. Yeah, he's a, he he's is. A, complete like, dick that's what he is that's what he is dude like and like part of me like that's why i love him so much but i know what you're saying like the celtics and that's like that's like somebody going from the Sox to the yankees like what yeah are you, it's what like the whole johnny damon thing it's like what the heck like people literally hated johnny damon <laughs> all like, right kevin euclid <laughs> no i hate jacoby ellsbury too like I, that dude's dead to me but <laughs> let's let's not go there back to rondo i just yeah, I don't know how I feel about the whole situation, man. Yeah. I do I do like that is true though, but to me it's not like at that point yet because I don't think that the Lakers are like a legitimate threat. Like yeah. I I don't see them as that. Like if like I think next season, two seasons from now, like they're going to pick up another piece and there's a good chance like they get back to the finals like bearing like the Warriors fall apart or what you know what I mean? Like a lot has to happen. But, yeah. like, when that's the case, if Rondo is still their point guard, like, I'm going to have a problem with him. Okay. 
But for now, I don't know if I – I think it's like I just enjoy watching them play. I enjoy him as a player. I, you know who I don't like, though, is Chris Paul. I am out on Chris Paul. Yeah, Get you've never here. been a big Chris Paul. Man. I hate Chris Paul. <laughs> I think he is extremely oh, – I, I don't like – I can't say he's overrated because he's so good, but, like, he is overrated in my mind. Like, <laughs> he's not the, he's not the like, great point guard, great winner, or whatever you want to – if you're a point guard, you have to – like, part of your responsibility is, like, you lead your team to victory. And, like – you hear players all over the league talk about it. He's a terrible leader and a terrible teammate. Yeah. Who said it? Like you see the comment uh, by Davis? Yes, yeah, yes. Big baby. Davis. Yeah. Also love, love Big Baby. Love him. Yeah, love him. <laughs> Even though his like career never really worked out in the NBA, he's still like great. Dude, he was so fat when he was with the Celtics. So it was big. awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> but uh But yeah, I agree. No, but, I just don't I, I don't like really I don't like his it's hard to say you don't like his game, but but I don't though. Like some of the stuff he does, dude. Like he'll get underneath the basket and he'll like dribble between his legs and behind his back like six times. I'm like, dude. <laughs> like, what is the like? You know what I'm saying though? Yeah. I'm really like, I, some of that stuff that he does, and then just the way he treats his teammates, the way he acts, like, and it's a well-known thing. Like, uh, who was the other Kenyon Martin or whoever was talking about it? He was saying like, um, like he's he's a politician in the locker room in the front and the front office and with general managers and stuff like that. Like he has his own agenda, you know, like I, I it's see not. That. Yeah. So I, think, I think that that, like you can't trust. It's hard for people to trust a guy like that. Your teammate, like how are you going to yeah. trust him? I think it's, I think it's weird because I think he's, he tries, I mean, you can't even say he's a leader. You're right. You can't say he's a leader because he's not, but like in the sense that like, I think of a great point guard, like Rondo on the 08 Celtics. You know what I mean? Where, like, he knows his he knows his role. Like, he, he does what he's supposed to do. He's, like, okay at being that Chris Paul. And then he's, like, okay at being, like, the Russell Westbrook type. Where, like, scoring, like, you're the guy on the team. You know what I mean? But, like, yeah. on the Rockets, I don't – I feel like that's, like, not a good fit. Like, you got to – you got to choose, like, being the passer, the leader. Like, like getting your guys open over – being the dude who puts up, like, 25 a game. Because, like, you have Melo on that team, and you have Harden on that team, who's the best scorer in the NBA, or was last year. So it's like... No, he is. He's he's so good. Yeah. Harden is so good, okay? Yeah. <laughs> let's get that like, <laughs> Let's get that straight. Like, you can hate him or, like, like him. I kind of like, like say, him. I kind of like Or, like, him. say that he doesn't show... Like, one thing, one criticism, he doesn't show up in, like, big moments or stuff like that, but, like individually offensively he is so good that it is unbelievable yeah like his one-on-one ability to like blow by any defender there's nobody that can really guard him he's gonna blow by you or he's gonna get a foul whoever you are you can be the best defender in the nba and you you basically don't have a chance like he's at that next level good on offense where like it's just it's incredible to watch somebody like him yeah all right, but also, I say I say we uh, let's just go right into the CP3 fight though, because we didn't okay, even, we didn't okay. talk about that. The whole situation, I'm still a little confused as to why those two ended up fighting. Because uh, originally it was between James Harden and Brandon Ingram. Ingram was coming in hot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Hot. <laughs> like he was ready to fight. I mean, he shoved that ref, didn't he? Did no, he, just, he he didn't shove the ref, but he, he like, like was about to. Yeah, he was in that ref's grill, dude. But imagine like, that ref—that's got to be like terrible. 
terrifying. Has to be. Like, think about it. You're just, like, out there refing. Like, there's no way you're ready for that, dude. There's no way that <laughs> ref is ready for somebody to be in your face like that. I, I don't understand, though. Like, there must have just been, like, some trash talk afterwards. And then you've seen the video, right? Like, Rondo, Rondo spit on him. Let's be real. Yeah, he did. He did. Which is a savage move. Almost, like, <laughs> almost to the point where, like, that's something where I'm like, dude, that's, like, you, like, can't do that. Yeah. Like, like I, I've heard a lot of people say like, that. They, they don't. It's just, like, that's such a Rondo-type thing to do, though. Like, spit yeah. on somebody. Like, if you if Rondo was going to start a fight, you know what I mean? Like, he's not gonna just going to, like, throw fits at you. He's going to do something to, like, irk you, wait for you to do it, and then, like... And for him to, like, so slyly, like... Graciously spit on him. It's kind yeah, of like the video is un- that, that video <laughs> is like you can see that he does it, but like part of you also like is like he like he, he like barely did it. Yeah. Like it's it's so an incredible like, like close up video. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> like how the editing by that guy. Like props yeah. to you, man. Yeah. But, but uh, who won the fight in your opinion? Rondo. Yeah. I I don't. I mean, Paul Drew. Dude, won, he landed but that first see, punch though. Rondo. Yeah, yeah he did. CP3 did get a nice little, little uppercut in there, but like Rondo's first punch was legit. That's that's what I think too. Is that I, I don't think everyone was saying like because CP3 drew blood that it was more like he won the fight, but like Rondo's initial punch dude was like savage. Yeah, it, he he got him. <laughs> like Chris Paul yeah. was knocked. Like Rondo wasn't knocked after his little uppercut. He was being pulled away. I wish they let him duke it out for like at least like ten more seconds. How about LeBron like defending CP3? That's like one thing I like hate more than yeah. anything. Like, I wish so I wish I wish LeBron like, just like, like please get him. out of here. I wish Le- I want to yeah, see dude. LeBron fight somebody. He'll never do it, but like I want to see it happen. Dude, LeBron is getting his ass kicked by whoever like fights him. Dude, I don't know. Because he's he's a tank. Dude, I don't I don't know though. Dude. We've he's never not, seen like, him, a fighter. We've never seen like, him like that though. Dude, every person has their like their tipping point. Every single person does. I do not want to see LeBron James pit. Oh no, I do. I'd pay to see it, but like, if I'm dude, but I, like, I don't want to be on I the other opposite. Completely, that, I feel like he's point. just like soft, like he's like charm and soft when it would come to a situation like that. Like he's not. Part of me thinks that he would want to potentially fight, but but he can't because of his like, of who he is. But part of me also thinks that like he just doesn't want to fight anybody because he just like that's not him. You know what I mean? No, like yeah, that's what I mean. But I, I want to see, I want to see somebody, like, like the Lance Stevenson thing. You know, like when he blew on him and stuff like that. Like, I would have turned around and slapped the dude. Like, cause dude, like that. yeah, yeah, we know that. You would have just like <laughs> gave him a hand to the face, like, shoved like, him right in the face. I, I just, I want to see at what. It's never gonna happen, but like a point in his career. Where like he just does that. And I think the only the person Jordan, in the who could the do Jordan that. Jordan fight though, like oh, I'm yeah. sure he did. Oh, yeah. Like he but, fought like, it was uh, never, like what's his name? Dude on the the point guard on the next. Why am I drawing a blank? Old point guard Stark, right? No. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, yeah, Stark, yeah. Stark. Yeah. No, but he did fight. But that was also a different era. Like Le- the way like LeBron's his like stigma and personality and like everything behind him. Like he, he's more focused on like not even being a basketball player than like his. Uh, yeah, that's why he's in his overall LA. image. Yeah, yeah. He just cares so, so much like, about his image. But so like, I think I think if he were to fight somebody, he'd be he 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 could kill somebody. <laughs> dude, he's huge. I know what you're saying. That dude There's is other like guys in the NBA that are like that though. But he's a specimen, dude. He is. I know what you're massive. saying. Massive. Like maybe. 
I'm taking him over. Mm, maybe not. Anybody, any Who's point guard shooting guard. Who's playing to fight him or KD? <laughs> that's not even a question. I, I see. That's the thing, though. I, I wish LeBron. Those are two, that's got, that would be an. That would be one of the softest fights you could find, though, between two NBA players. I that's wish LeBron would get as mad as KD got last year when he got like his 45 technicals. I wish that that would happen because, like, KD was almost at the He's point where he would fight that. somebody, though. But like, I want to see yeah. that. I think it'd be crazy to see. All right. Anyways, we got to move on. Blake yeah. Griffin. <laughs> We're getting caught up in this. <laughs> Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin. Football. Yeah, 50 ball. It, we were also talking about this, too, a little bit. He's, like, not athletic anymore. All right, that's, not like, uh, an over-exaggeration. <laughs> but, like, he, like, doesn't have the bounce at all that he used to. And now he just, like, has extremely tight handle and, like, brings it up the floor, <laughs> like, very often, which is, like, hilarious. Like, I, I like, watching it. I watched the highlights of his 50-point game, and he's just, like, an extremely, like, skilled, like, 6'8", 4-man. He, like, shoots threes now. Like, that was not his game. Yeah. It's, it's, like, so funny. He went from Lob City to... Oh. To, like, even... Motor City. <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, what he's at. That's, like, his game, like, transformed, too. Like, he was, like, like a Lob City player, and now he's, like, a Pistons player. Yeah. But they're... I think they're 4-0. Yeah, I think they're... Yeah, Drummond, Drummond had 20... He's had two 2020 games already. Also, that... The play that Drummond fell down on just makes me hate Joel Embiid so oh, much Oh, I more. hate Embiid, dude. I'm so... I am so out on him. It's, it's not even funny. I hate that dude. F it's that like, dude. Honestly. But uh, that's another thing. We got... What else we have? We have... Oh, Zach Levine. Another rising... Star not talked about much because I didn't even know about this yeah. till ten minutes ago. When you told me uh. he's he's at thirty plus in his first four games. He's hitting like big shot. He hit the game winning free throw. He got fouled going to the basket. He missed the shot, but he had two free throws. He sealed the game like under a second left. Is he leading the he point? Had, the points or uh, leading? I think no. I think it's some. I think Blake is at like something crazy high too, just because of that fifty point game. It yeah. takes a little while for guys to like average out. Yeah. You know what I mean. But uh, he's had 30-plus in his first four, Zach Levine. And he's had, like, some posters, some, like, nut, like he can shoot the three. Like, his game is definitely developing. So I'm interested to see how he plays all year. Yeah. All right. Steph, 51 and three quarters, just a joke. Dude, his, like, his – there's a clip of it, too. In, like, two minutes, I think he scored, like, 16 points, was it? Something crazy like that in, like, two minutes. That – he's just, like – me and my brother Kevin were talking about it. This is Kevin's take, too, and I promised him I would say it on air, that he's not a, a freak in terms of, like, athleticism. He's freakish in terms of his skills, and he might be the freak. Like, his skills might – I don't know. I'm trying to think of how Kevin worded it. Like, how we think of LeBron and his athleticism, like, being, like, probably maybe the greatest NBA, like, athlete ever – that's what Steph Curry is with his skills. Especially, like, I would say particularly shooting. Yeah. And I, and I know what you're getting at for skills because, like, he's one of the top ball handlers. Like, he's one of the top, like, whatever, like, just offensive players. And he's, like, like, not athletically gifted, like, at all. No, but that's, like, a, I feel like, yes, but that's also, like, a misconception. Like, that dude is, like, strong. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, he is, like, his legs, his core, like, his arms may not look crazy, but I'm telling you, dude, you're not having an easy time knocking that guy off his spot. Like, 
the separation that he can create on just a regular three-pointer and, like, take an and one, get fouled. And I think one other thing that's underrated about him is just, like, the mental focus. Like, yeah. you can break it down. Like, his his like yes, he's so skilled at shooting threes. He's, like you said, like, he's not the most athletic guy. I think he's underrated really strong. But, like, his ability to just, like, see nothing but the basket. Like, he's dribbling the ball off the floor, and there's, like, two guys that know he's going to shoot it. And he's, like, still getting it off from, like, 30 feet and just, like, not even hitting the rim. Like, it is incredible that he can do that. Dude, that that game was crazy like, I, to watch. He was just, like – It's crazy. And you can't even say it's, like, a video game because it's hard to do that in a video game. That was, like – You're not even making those in a video game, dude. You're not making those. He And, dude, he like, just made it look so effortless. That's, and I, that's the thing about it, too, is, like – how he makes he looks it looks like he looks like in situations like that it's like he looks like he's like the best basketball player ever yeah like like he really does though like what are you gonna do to stop that who did there's literally nothing bradley beal after the game was like i was like didn't know what to do we started fouling him and he was still making shots like (laughs) that play was like what yes like it's like what, dude? I mean, and granted, and, to all my listeners, like, all the listeners out there, like I don't like Steph Curry. I'm just, yeah, I I'm not either. a fan of him. I've never been Especially fan of him. Especially Kellen. If you ever listen to yeah, this, we Kellen. don't like him. I still hate. You're him. You're probably like and you. so happy that we were just talking about him like that, but just take we take all that back. I hate him. Yeah, I just hate so him. You know. I hate his like his <laughs> antics. I I the sole reason I would like him too because I was a shooter. I am a shooter. <laughs> 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 But uh, I just don't like him because of his like antics, like w- the stupid stuff he does, like after like he makes a shot, like the shimmy thing. Like I hate all that. And the dude, like, that, he's, that's like, a, the, that's a misconception too. You're right though. Like people are like Steph Curry's a good guy. He's an asshole. That dude, is also you don't true. do that stuff unless you're just like an asshole. No one does that. Yeah. Like you're not shimmying like that and doing stuff in someone's face unless like. Like, dude, that's the bottom line. Like, that dude, he is he is a competitor and like, so many things. But, like, there's just certain things about him that I just can't stand. You're right. Yeah. So, Callan, I still hate him. Uh, and you. I said that. But we'll just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Well, so, I think let's just close up. We had we had on here, too, the Jimmy Butler to the Rockets, potentially. I don't think that really fits. I don't think that makes sense. If they did that though, that'd be crazy. It would be crazy, but like, think like think. They'd about, just like, be giving Jimmy up their Butler's, future, like though. locker room problems, like <laughs> with like CP3, like mellow, and then like, like I guess ha- harder than that is like the like the most like, like he's the best guy, and that's like, I don't know if like you want that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like do you know what, you know what I'm getting at? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I love Harden, but like. He's not exactly like the winning player that you're like looking for to like having first on your team. So I just don't think that's gonna work. If they make that trade, like that's gonna be very entertaining. I can't wait until that. If that did happen, I couldn't wait until it blew up. Like that would that's all I'd be waiting for. <laughs> just like a locker room fight between all four of like, those guys. That's like two it's like either like it's gonna be like they're gonna corner one guy or it's gonna be two on two or like they're all just gonna hate each other. That's like it's a, any one of those, and it's pretty much just whichever one happens first. I think who are you taking in a fight? Um, who are you taking in a fight between all of them? I'll take take Jim Muller. I don't know. Yeah, Mello, Mello's pretty. Mello's a pretty solid dude, though. 
He yeah, looked, but Jimmy Butler's a dog, though. Yeah. Like, he'll, he'll mess you. Like, dude, that dude is tough. Yeah. You're right. I, I hate Mel. They're never going <laughs> to win. That If they win. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's like, oh, we're not going to win. Like, let's just add another piece to, like, make sure we don't win. That's, like, what, <laughs> that's like what it's like. Let's go get one of those other dudes who's never won a championship, but, like, has come, like, has never even come close either. But, like, let's get yeah. him. Yeah. Like, Melo's. Everyone says dude's never going to win a championship. Rockets at him. Dude, <laughs> did you, three, was, never going to win. Yeah. Rockets at him. That was one of the funniest takes, too, because I, I said this to my boy, Will, who's been listening to him. I sent our first podcast to him, and one of his takes was like he texted me back and was like, he was like, Take the like the one one take that you guys missed is like Jimmy Butler is the best teammate that anybody could ever ask for. <laughs> I was dying when he said that, dude. I was like, I needed to hear him explain that like for himself. Oh, it would have been great. What did but he say? I I don't know. Like I I can imagine that it was something like that. Dude is like trying to get the best out of you or like something like that. But like it was just like the way he said it was so funny. Oh man. He's going to be on the podcast soon, too. we yeah. got a lot of people. Yeah. But let's pretty much – let's just close out. We're yeah, Sox game starts in – oh, yeah, we still got – Sox game starts in four minutes, too. Well, like we thought, we said we don't have to talk a lot about the Pats. They're expected to beat the Bills on Monday night. We literally said not much to talk about. We beat the Bills every time. Yep. Uh, the go is else? about to run, rush for 1,000 yards. Yeah. Uh, this is – we're on a five-game win streak. We're already in first place in the AFC again. I saw that. I mean, it's Gronk. pretty much a tale as all this time. That's I, that's I, pretty much what it comes down. I saw Gronk, Cannon, Rowe, and all them were back and healthy. They're they're all at practice all week, so that means Gronk's probably coming back. There's no way he's gonna miss a game in Buffalo. That's where he's from. Uh, and we're first place in the AFC. So to all the Dolphin fans, I think that's a wrap. You could suck it. <laughs> that's a wrap. We'll see you next week. We're outie. We'll see you next week. <laughs>Hey guys, don't forget to rate and review the podcast. We uh, look forward to hearing what you guys think about it, and we'll see you guys next week. Thanks again.